I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What's good, everybody? Welcome to Land Grant Holy Land's I-70 football show. You know what we cover. You know why we're here. Uh, we are late uh, shout out to uh, traveling and uh, our recording service messing up. Uh, and I did clarify it was the recording service because it messed up on the other podcast too. Just not as bad. Ooh, just not as bad. So uh, let's. Here's hoping that if you're listening to this episode, we got through it. Yeah. Um, as always, I'm here with my co-host Dante. How you doing, Dante? I'm good. I'm good. Um, trying to trying to remember what happened almost a week ago, but uh, good, 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 good. Yeah, yeah, I feel like that was a slight, you know, shot. <laughs> I feel like, you know, maybe uh, nah, you were trying nah. to say something there. Nah, nah, nah. nah. Uh, you know, what it, it is what it is. We yeah. here now. That's all yeah, that matters. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, maybe we're going to take over Fridays. We're not. Absolutely not. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, we, we like our day. Uh, it works. Yeah. Oh man! So we're 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 gonna get in here and we're gonna get up and through. Try to be at an hour because at this point, I don't know if anyone cares about the games that happened previously. Uh, we have a you know couple opinions, but we'll we'll get through them uh, and get out of here and give you a real episode. This is a real episode, but give you the episode that you are used to on Monday after this week because there are actually some really good games coming up and that's what we're going to spend most of the show talking about so just some quick news uh 
Rutgers fired their offensive coordinator, Sean Gleason, because as I tried to say on the first episode, that didn't happen. That is what happens when you actually care about football. Right. When you want to be a good team, when you want to make progress, and when you want to score points, you uh, fire your offensive coordinator. There is multiple teams in the Big Ten who could learn from this. Yep. Will they learn from it? The team they played two weeks ago can learn from this. (sighs) Yeah. Iowa need to learn from it. That's what I'm talking Uh, about. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, yeah. Northwestern needs to learn from it. Uh, Northwestern need to get rid of everybody. Yeah, Northwestern just need to get up through. They just need to get up through. Iowa can get rid of everybody, too, for all that matters. Um, Nebraska doesn't need to, I guess, their offense is okay. They fired the guy that needed to be fired, so, you know. But, yeah, this is what happens when when you're not doing the job that that you're hired to do when you are a serious program, which a lot of these teams are not serious programs. Indiana, that's the one I was forgetting. Indiana needs to do too. They need they need to learn a lesson. So, yeah. um, how many times do I have to teach you this lesson, old man? <laughs> like that's how I feel every time I get on this podcast. Like, I, I, it's crazy because I thought Rutgers could put up points against Nebraska because Nebraska's defense really isn't that good, and I thought Rutgers' offense was good enough to put up points. No, and if I haven't been watching correctly, they only put up six. When did they play? They put up 13. 13 That's how that game ended? Yeah. Oh, that was worse than I thought. And Rutgers had a million (laughs) chances to put this game away. Oh, I believe it. Because Nebraska just didn't want to show up. And, uh... I mean, when do... Didn't happen. You're right. You're right. Um, so the other news, which at this point you all already know well of, uh... Michigan's running back coach, Mike Hart, collapsed during the game. I believe they said he had a seizure. Um, he seems to be doing fine. I know he tweeted that he was back at home. Um, he was back in Michigan. So just, you know, as always, thoughts to him because you don't want to see that, um, especially I on the sidelines, especially okay. during the game. So yeah. I would be surprised if he's on the field <laughs> this week. Um Hopefully, he's taking this time to rest and, and heal and all that kind of stuff. But um, just wanted to throw our thoughts out to him. I like to think coaches are a lot more insane than players. So, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if he was out there Saturday. He shouldn't be. But I, I wouldn't be surprised. I'd be surprised if his doctors let him. If it was up to him, you know, probably. But hopefully, I, his doctors. Well, I, wonder, I wonder, is this like, is this a thing? that he deals with or was this a random seizure? Cause there are people who live their lives with seizures and sometimes yeah. they might be happening. And like, it's not, you're not, you're supposed to take it serious of course, but it's not uh, like you can't go back to work type thing. Yeah. I couldn't tell you, honestly, yeah. they didn't say that. And uh, I don't think they need to, but that is true. It could be something. Um, I think, you know, this is just inferring, and you really shouldn't do this about people's health. But yeah. based on people's reaction to it, I don't think it's something that happens. Okay, like you that's know, true. like because his players would know if he had narcolepsy. I think is what it's called. That's, or that's true. Some of the that's, other stuff that's true. that kind of happens. I think that's they kind of be used to it. Um, I think it, again, you shouldn't really infer on people's health. So, so I'll just very, leave it at that. Enough, fair enough. Yeah. Just a just a thought. Um, so moving on. Matt Rule, 
got fired from the Carolina Panthers. He is another example that college coaches do not work in the NFL. And I don't know why they keep trying. How many times do we have to learn that college coaches don't How long was he there? The NFL? Three years? Two and a half? Two and a half. Two and a half years. I, I'm yeah. not going to lie to you. He picked up a terrible team. <clears throat> and you can't turn a terrible team into a great team in one year. And then had another, and then had a, and then played with that terrible team. And then, like, not only did he have last year, he didn't have Christian McCaffrey, and the year before, he didn't have Christian McCaffrey. And I think that that year, the two years ago, is when Luke Keekly retired. If not, that was like three years ago. So he picked up a trash defense, a trash offensive line with your best player injured. Gets a second year when that happens again, and then you have Sam Darnold as a quarterback because you can't really get anybody right right now. And then Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield were battling for the starting spot this year. I don't know if he got a fair shake. I'm not gonna lie to you. Well, like, a bunch of excuses because uh, could, could you could you really coach that team? Uh, well, first better? of all. First of all, I would be smart enough not to trade for freaking Sam Darnold or Baker Mayfield. So that would have helped. Who, who are you trading for? Because ain't nobody, ain't, ain't nobody gonna give up. Because, because think of it this way. Hold on now. No, think of it this way. Wait, hold on, hold on. Anyone else? Anyone else? Russell Wilson. Anyone else? Russell Over Wilson? those two, he's Over just those as bad. Two? Listen, first of all, I wouldn't trade for him either because they had to give up a lot. Okay, Matt Ryan. I would have traded for him over them. I would have. I would have. I would have. They got the same amount of wins. They got the same amount of wins. I would have signed. I would have signed Jameis Winston over him. I would have signed Marcus Mariota, uh, Teddy Bridgewater. Um, There's a lot of Teddy Bridgewater's been there before and stunk there. Yeah, because he's a bad coach. Stop making excuses. Matt Rule wasn't there when Matt Rule wasn't there when uh, Teddy Bridgewater was there. He's better than the two that they got. That's what I'm saying. And I, I, they I, traded I, for them. That what you he great, controlled great, the roster. Great, great. It was his decision. You, what I'm telling you, he's right had now. four or five bad quarterbacks. Well, that is I'm, on him. What I'm telling you is that the trade. The also, trade, they yeah, don't have that bad of a defense. They have. They actually have some players there. His, his roster management is terrible. The players that he's traded for, spent picks for, gave a lot of money to, because he asked for control of the roster, is bad. Also. Because my thing is the, the trade market, the trade market for quarterbacks this past two years have not been that good. Don't, don't Just and, and I, maybe that and that might be hindsight. You, I, I might give you that. Okay, it might be hindsight because I, well, I knew Russell Wilson was going to be terrible in Denver because I have been low on Russell Wilson since he won a Super Bowl. I, I, I had no faith in Matt Ryan because he's old. And who else was on the trade market as a quarterback this this just this past year besides Baker? Deshaun Watson and nobody was if you besides the like I don't think but Atlanta Atlanta the Browns and somebody else only had a serious chance at getting him and I don't think Carolina did and you know maybe even at morally they didn't even want to touch him so there's things like that so I'm like the only good quarterback on the trade market and you and even if you got Deshaun Watson you don't have him until another what five weeks. All I hear is a bunch of excuses. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. All I hear is a bunch of excuses. North Carolina, North Carolina as a team was doomed to fail regardless. I I don't care who was coaching. All I hear is a bunch of excuses. I I just don't. I don't. I I hear a guy. That's here's the thing though. 
there are teams in worse situations because they actually have players on their roster. They actually have wide receivers who are pretty decent. They have defensive players who are pretty decent who look more competent. Who, who? didn't trade? What do you mean who? Who? Um, DJ Moore for one. How about Brian Burns for the other? Those are no, no, no. That's not. What I said what teams look more competent with Warriors. Tell me. Um, the Texans. With two one-year rentals, you can't even say nothing about the. You can't even say. You know I'm right. You know I'm right. Mm. They look way. They look, and they're not making stupid decisions. He didn't draft well. If he, if that's the case, for the, all the picks that he gave up, he could have drafted a quarterback. And I'm not saying that that necessarily would have worked because well, I wasn't was a, in the a draft. All I'm hearing is excuses. You don't pay someone all that money. And be like, oh, there's no one around. That's he fair. just That's he fair. just couldn't do I, anything. I, I, nah, I, I, nah, no, nah. Get that. him out of there. I'll give you that. We did pay too coach. much. He, I'm not even a Panthers fan. Weak ass, weak ass coach. And it's really on. It's really and the thing is, here's the thing. But because a part of it wasn't just the roster, things like that. It was him in the job, his personality, how he tried to run things, tried to control things, that kind of stuff. And that's what happens with college coaches all the time. True. Because college they, they coaches want, control everything. They want more control. They run everything. They are the guy. The athletic director doesn't make any decisions in a college program except salary and maybe, maybe budget. I mean, and like, this is something that may seem minor, right? Like, I saw a report that said he was trying to tell the social media department what they could and couldn't post. That is not your job as an NFL head coach. Not as a college head coach, it is because your social media department is a bunch of 19-year-olds making up $10 an hour. So it's things know. like, well, okay, not, not everywhere, but at a lot of places, it's kids. Places like Ohio State and some of them have recently led to adults who are actually in graphics and things like that. But a lot of these places, all their social medias and stuff are run by kids. The recruiting department is run by college kids. I understand that Kent is not on the level of Baylor and stuff where he coached, but right. Kent's department, their recruiting was run by the coach's daughters uh, and a couple other um, girls at the school. And the people who made the graphics and other things like that were graphic design students who wanted internships. It's a lot of times it's run by students. So not everywhere. And that's starting to change as it's becoming like a bigger thing. But that is not your job as a head coach. So it's more than just the win loss. It's things like that. And that's why I keep, that's why I'm saying how many times do we have to realize college coaches don't work in the NFL because it's a different job. It just is. It could work. I think college coaches need it, to understand that it's I don't know how you can say it. I don't know how you can say it can work when history shows it doesn't. Nick Saban wasn't a good NFL coach. I think Jimmy. That's one. I think there's been only two, honestly. Yeah, but, it don't work. <laughs> two and a half. Two and a half because Chip Kelly was decent. For, Chip for, Kelly for the Eagles. He's two and a half. It's Jimmy. It's um, one other guy whose name I can't think of that I always forget. And then Chip Kelly's a half because he was actually doing some things in the Eagles and they gave up on him a little too quickly. 
Yeah, because like teams are doing it now. So yeah. So anyway, that's not the point. We don't really care about Matt Rule. The reason why I brought this not up really. is as soon as he was fired, because he actually was a good college coach who turned around Baylor and Temple, um, and Temple's a horrible job. They're assuming, as they most likely are correct, that he's going to get a job in college. Especially, the hardest part about going to the NFL to college is the hiring cycle. Pete Carroll. the NFL season, Pete Carroll's the other one. That's who it was. He's two. <laughs> he's the two of the yeah. two and a half. Um, it's hard to go from the NFL to college because the hiring cycle's off. But he's been fired so early that he's going to be able to interview for these college jobs. The point that I'm getting to before we started arguing about why he was a shitty coach in the NFL is <laughs> that people are asking if he's going to get the Wisconsin or the Nebraska job. The other Harbaugh. I'm starting to think of coaches now. Who? Uh, Michigan. So, three and a half. No, because you still said Chip Kelly. He's okay, the so half. Yeah, three and a half. Three and a half. Three and a half. I might think of one more. I'm there's not, not another one. Because <laughs> I think there's, a old, there's a, another one that's like older, like Jimmy, who also was successful. In but you can, name, uh, you can name a lot more who weren't. If you really think about it. I think I could probably do basketball, but you might. You're not wrong. Yeah. So, anyway. um, So, something to look out. Maybe Matt Rule will get one of these Big Ten jobs. That was supposed to be a quick hitter. We spent too much time on that. I know. Because he might end up getting the – Nebraska has a head coaching job. And um, who else? It's just Nebraska and Wisconsin right now. Oh, he'll get the Wisconsin job probably. No, he won't. Wisconsin's going to hire the guy that is their interim. You're right. Um, right. Anyway, uh, West's standing are just absolutely disgusting. Illinois, Purdue, and Nebraska somehow tied at two and one in the conference. Minnesota is tied at is at second at one and one. This is going to get fixed uh, here because I think all of these teams play each other this week. Yeah, Um, pretty much. Yeah, they are. They do. Nebraska plays Purdue and Illinois plays Minnesota. So that's going to shake out a little bit. But it's just crazy that the West is so bad that Nebraska's tied for first place. Nebraska's gotten wins against Northwestern, I believe, right? Gosh, and yeah. um, uh, some other um, volunteers program. They yeah. just beat Rutgers. Who was the other one? Who would, who would have been in the West? Because it doesn't count for the other one. They played Northwestern, they didn't beat Illinois. It didn't play Iowa. Indiana, is it? No. No, that's the East. Because that wouldn't count, right? The East doesn't count, right? No. Not in that. So they, they're one and one then because they haven't played anybody else in the West. No, I looked it up. I, I, did, I didn't make that up. I got it from the official Big Ten website. Okay, because it says Northwestern, North Dakota, Georgia Southern, Oklahoma, then a bye, then they play Indiana. And then they just lost. They just beat Rutgers. So, um, so maybe the other side does count. That doesn't seem right. Um, Nebraska, Northwestern, Indiana, Rutgers. Oh, yeah. No, that's that's it. No, it does count. So it does. Yeah, they're two and one because they played the two worst. They played two of the worst teams. Indiana Rutgers. Look, really, they played. Really, they they played the three worst teams in the Big Ten. 
the yeah. three teams worse than them, North, yeah. <laughs> Northwestern, Indiana, and Rutgers, and only went two and one. So yeah. that speaks on it. Their next listen, listen to the oh my god, listen to the rest of their schedule. Oh, I'm looking at it. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm but, okay, at it. you're looking at it, but the listeners aren't. Yeah. They play Purdue. Then they play Illinois. Then they play Minnesota. Then they play Michigan. Then they play Wisconsin. Then they play Iowa. Do they win another game? Nah. Especially since they lost to Georgia Southern. Yeah, that's a murderer's row, man. I remember talking about that when we were going through schedules. But yeah. that's a that's a very, very tough And they got the two wins we definitely believed they were going to get in the Big Ten. They, they were supposed to get three wins in the Big Ten because they should have They should have won the first three, yeah. yeah. Yep. It's ugly for them. Um, all right. Anyway, on to the week six review. Um, Illinois beat Iowa in uh, just a terrible old terrible. school Big Ten defense, defensive defense game. game. Running um, the ball type game, man. You know Iowa can't do that. So. Nah, 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 nah. All I know, because I don't want to talk about this long because it was absolutely disgusting, Illinois won. Like I said, they would. That's all that mattered. It didn't matter how they won. It doesn't matter the score. Just know that in back-to-back it. weeks, they beat Wisconsin and they beat Iowa. Yeah, like, well, they don't need to win another game, honestly. So... Uh, I'm very, very, very happy about that. Um, obviously, I wish it would have been a blowout. Wish they would have went crazy, but Iowa does still have a good defense. So, you know, what can you expect? Um, right. And I think Tommy DeVito either didn't play at all or he got injured pretty early in that game. So they weren't at full strength. Their best wide receiver, Isaiah Washington, wasn't playing um, or he got injured in that game because they're both questionable for this week. So, they weren't at full strength and still found a way to win, and that's what good teams do. They win games when they're not at full strength. So you're supposed to, you got to win your clunkers, and they did that. Yeah, they do. So next game, Maryland loses to Purdue. Purdue wins thirty-one to twenty-nine. I did not get to watch this game as I didn't get to watch many of them. Although I think, yeah, I think I have this game. Um recorded because I wanted to go back and watch some of them. Supposedly, not supposedly because this really happened, Maryland lost the game on a failed two-point play. They got flagged for an ineligible man downfield that oh. negated the tie and pushed oh. them back a couple of yards, and then they didn't get it on the second go-round. People oh, who watched oh, it oh, said it was a BS call. I can't say if it was or wasn't because I didn't watch it. But that game oh, supposedly should have went to overtime. Which makes sense because, in my opinion, those teams are on equal footing. They're just about the same. Yeah, so um, it looked like it was a good game. I am probably going to try to go back and watch that one. I'm pretty sure, yeah. I don't know if I have it recorded, but I think YouTube TV has just been showing me Big Ten games that are old regardless. So I can just go back. Yeah. Yeah, I went through and recorded um, them because I knew I wasn't going to get to watch them, and I just haven't had time to get to watch them up until this point. Um, but, yeah, you know, Maryland – here's the thing. Maryland, like I said, could go 8-4, and four, but just because of situations and their coach and things like that, that they probably wouldn't. This is one of those games that they probably need to win to go 8-4, and four, but this is not, you know, necessarily a negative on Maryland because I still think they're a good team. Well, uh, relatively, they are a better team they ha- than they have been. And them yeah. being in these games until the end is proof of that. Um, they just got to win them now. And, yeah, and that's the next step. The thing is, they're old enough to already know how to do that. In my eyes, they should be, they should be doing that already. I mean, if they had a better coach, maybe they would. 
they shouldn't be doing anything because they don't have a good coach. And that's just the way that that goes. Um, but yeah, cause let's see, what's the rest of their schedule? Uh, what are they there four and two right now? I think this is what that is. So they have um, Indiana and Northwestern next. They should win both of those, um, and that'll get them to six wins. So they'll get to the end of the year and already be bowl eligible, which is a positive. But mm-hmm. then they play Wisconsin, uh, Wisconsin, Penn State, Ohio State, and Rutgers. They still have a way to get to eight wins um, because unless Wisconsin just totally flips it, which is possible with the new coach and things like that, they could beat Wisconsin. Yeah. So they should beat both Indiana and Northwestern. Um, and then that would put them at six and two. They would have to win just two of their last four and they should, they're guaranteed to beat Rutgers. So they just need to win one out of Wisconsin, Penn state and Ohio state. That is not going to be easy, but again, with Wisconsin, the way it is and with Purdue Wisconsin's being a little and yeah. And with Purdue being a little inconsistent, um, you know, they could be in both of those games. I, my problem is I think they're going to lose Penn State just like they lost Michigan and Purdue where they were mm-hmm. in the game. It was a good game and they just haven't learned how to win yet. And their coach makes a stupid decision. So, um, you know, something like that, something undisciplined. But again, I guess, you know, for being positive for where they are as a program, this is still a positive, right? They are still getting better. They are still progressing. Um, I think to like do revisionist history and pretend that they should be uh, more of a contender than they are just isn't necessarily true. So I would say not that I would say that, but like games like this, this should they should be winning by now. Like I think they should have been they should have been able to pull out that Purdue game. I think Purdue has a, a worse a worse passing defense than Maryland does. So I thought Maryland could. Like you, like you even said, hey, it was a passing clinic. I still think Maryland should have did even better. Should have been my, able to put up more. My problem is with should. I don't think they're there yet. I think that oh. you're overrating them. Okay. I still, th- I think Purdue is in a better situation than them still, and has a better coach. And so it is still progress that Maryland is at this point, even though with a different coach and with their talent, they would probably be further. But you can only talk about where they're at, where they're at and who their coach is and it's still progress i don't think this mm-hmm. is not that you're saying it's a negative but i don't think that this is a negative i don't think that okay. they should be doing better i think that based on the entire situation this is what the team is now the problem going forward though is they're going to lose some of that talent and the yes. coach hasn't built other talent so they could very easily going back to being a 3-4-1 team after this season or the season after, depending on when Tolua and the wide receivers leave, because they're not building that depth. So I, I just think that it is still a positive because they still have it. Even with this loss, they still have a chance to win eight games. Like that is much true, improved true, true. from true. where they've ever been as a program. And I think that saying you should beat Purdue or anything like that is a little tough because Purdue is essentially Maryland, but further ahead with a better coach. Uh, you could argue a better quarterback. And I won't say necessarily more talented wide receiver, uh, but Charlie Jones has been playing better than both of Maryland's wide receivers. So, um, 
Yeah, but I mean, right, fair, they were fair, in this fair. game. They were in they the were. Michigan game for most of it. Beating SMU was still uh, a pretty good feat. So they're making progress. I'm just, I would be very, I'm just very concerned about what it looks like next year. Um, honestly, same with a couple of these teams that have kind of looked a little bit better. Like, I'm still worried about what Minnesota looks like next next year when they're not on the encore four. So um, a lot of these coaches are going to have some some things to prove to us. I'm even worried about Purdue next year because they're they're good now. But well, Purdue's gonna have a different coach next year, so so that's still that's still a concern. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it absolutely is a concern because yeah. I mean, Jeff Brown's not the best coach in the world, but he's pretty solid. He's gotten them to where they are now, but he's absolutely. I mean, I would be shocked if he doesn't take the Louisville job this time around. True. Okay. Because like, look, look, because my concern is like, will everybody turn into Michigan State? Or even Wisconsin's young, I guess, but it's more like Michigan State because they lost a lot of talent, and now like we 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 consider them to almost lose lose outright for the rest of the year. If yeah, I think the difference, like if Jeff Brom stays, I think the difference is like while they don't clearly have the best talent in the league, um, Jeff Brom has showed the ability to develop players. Like he developed, mm-hmm. uh, I mean. Literally back to back, he had David Bell and he had uh, Rondell Moore before him, and then he brought in Charlie Jones. They've always had a wide receiver. They um, developed Aiden O'Connell. Like he has, I like. I'm still obviously concerned because Aiden O'Connell is a very good quarterback, and their most recent success has been with him. But I would, I have more faith in him to do it relative to their standards, of course, not picking mm-hmm. them to win the Big Ten and that kind of stuff. I have more faith in, in him to do it relative to his standards because he's shown the ability to build a roster from within where Mel Tucker still hasn't. And Mel Tucker lost all those transfers in his garbage. Mel Tucker, and again, he's been a coach less long, a lot less longer. Less longer? Less? Whatever. Uh, he's, <laughs> he hasn't been a coach as long, but he has – I mean, there's not – you can't name a single homegrown player from Michigan State, and Mel Tucker's been there for three years. So, that's a problem. Yeah, yeah. I see you coming from. Yeah. I, I totally agree. Yeah, so we'll see. But I, I do think it's going to be – next year is going to be very interesting because you really don't know what's going to happen because – I mean, I don't know if Tulua has next, any – I think next year is going to be a, a, big, a big, huge reason and push as to why conferences should be gone. I wouldn't be – I think they'll be gone next year. Really, I would if they. I don't know. They, I saw. I don't know if you saw this. I, saw I did. This. He's a liar. The gra- you saw that graphic. What graphic? About uh, what the uh, what the possible conferences could be when they start bringing in Pac-12. No, because they were talking about West, Central, and East. They're and adding a third conference. They're not doing that. I, 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 yeah, but because apparently we're going to get Oregon, which I can see happening, and uh, Washington. That's not going to be anytime soon, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, he's any not even t- anytime soon, and he's still thinking that there's going to be conferences going into that. No, there's no way. I hope not. They, I mean, they li- literally they can't do that. So it's not gonna happen. Um, I, I, they would. I, I bet they'll get rid of them for next season. But if they don't, they'll definitely be gone by twenty twenty four. 
Otherwise, he's going to lose, Kevin Warren's going to lose a lot of uh, his goodwill that he's generated. Um, last thing on this game, though, Maryland rushed for 72 yards, which is decidedly bad. Purdue rushed for 13, which is out just disgusting. Just like, what are we doing here, guys? Like, Maryland doesn't even have that type of defense, bro. How are you rushing for 13 yards? 13 yards is like, nuts. And you know what? 17, 72 yards, I'm not even mad at because you could win a game with 72 rushing yards if you're throwing the ball like crazy. But I'm 13... Not at it. Also, and, and, and then even the fact that Maryland still lost. So it's, just, it's, yeah, it's like almost what contradicting. Is what I'm, it, it, I'm almost like, like, my whole point is getting cut off, but it's like, at the same time, you shouldn't be able to win a game with 13 yards. So there's had to be penalties and stuff like that that helped Purdue a lot. And that's why I say Mike Loxley's not a good coach, because how the hell do you... Your defense isn't that good. It's better than it has been, but it's not that good. How the right. hell do you lose a game where they have only they only ran for 13 yards? 13 yards is... That, I mean, for a whole football game, 13 yards? That's right? nuts. <laughs> that's, that's, that's crazy. So, that's why, you know, Mike Loxley, not a good coach. Um... And the fact that he can't keep the talent that he recruits because they always get these five stars and then they transfer after a year, it seems. So, if I can go somewhere better, I mean, mean, I mean, you could ask why they ever committed there, but if you can get them to commit, why? Because I'm telling you right now, if I could get there, if I could get to commit, and then some school in like Texas, Florida, or California was like, hey. Do you want yeah, to leave Baltimore, Maryland? I know Mar- I don't think Maryland is in Baltimore. That's in college you, part. Yeah, but like I, I can leave a cold-ass area. You know, but, yeah, but I think what you're forgetting uh, is that they're picking Maryland over those teams. Maybe they're not getting that. Uh, getting no, big, they are. <laughs> uh, these are these hand. are five. I'm talking. I'm talking about. Oh, five, these are five, five six. Yeah. Hey, bro. You know what? We get like, there. They had, we thought it was dope, but I, 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 I and, you know what? I could go back to Florida. Like I'm sorry. And but some of them are also local Maryland five stars. That's my point. You're getting them to sign, but you're not keeping them. That's a problem. Yeah, he is a backup. I mean, no, I, I, there's, there's bad. There's bad there. I, I'm not denying that that there's there is something wrong there. I just know I'd rather leave. And that would make Maryland. sense if he wasn't getting them at all. Yeah. But like, why? Like, and he and and it's not even like they're committing and then decommitting. They're showing up on campus. They're spending a year or two there, and then they're leaving. That's a problem. Like, if he just wasn't getting them, it's like, yeah, they left because they wanted to go play at Bama. They wanted to go play at Ohio State. They wanted to go play at USC. Like, you want to do better, but, like, it happens sometimes. But no, 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 he's getting them. And then they're leaving. And that needs to be looked at because that means there's something going on in the culture, something going on with him, something in the program that makes them kids, especially the ones from local areas. It's like, hey, you know, it's not worth it to stay home anymore. I'm going to go, yeah, I'm you gonna know, go somewhere 1,500 else. miles away. Hey, man, when weather's in. Maryland's hey. not that cold, though. <laughs> Maryland's pretty far south. Like, no, it's not south with an F. But it's th. It's, like if you look at I, it, all right, look, look it look, ain't look, Ohio. Look, all right. So, so my thing is, is like, so DC, Baltimore, Maryland, all in like, like in 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 College Park, all that. There's all that. It's like kind of close, right? Right? No. But but DC is probably an hour from Baltimore. I think. So. Close, you ass. Like close. Like, okay, fine. Yes, that's close. I guess. 
Yeah, right. I've seen DC winners. I've seen Baltimore winners. I've seen Maryland winners, wherever you want to count Maryland. Uh, I've seen College Park winners. Yeah, no, it's cold. I, I don't even know why you tried to lie. It get cold. It get cold it in Maryland. Not like it does here. Well, of course it don't get. I know cold. that's like, what it get colder in Cleveland does it than it does Columbus. But it's still, we still see snowstorms in Maryland. Yeah, I get that. But what I'm saying is, weather is not a reason that people leave. Or, I, I, I'll, I'll tell you this: like, I, I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I'm, I'm just saying, like, Maryland also, get winters where it the, the the state don't shut down if it snow. That's the type of winter I'm listen, they get. So listen, all I'm gonna say is this. You are thinking about weather and and the positive as far and as the women, winning. and and that's 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 cool. You know that's fine. I I'm not mad at you, but you also have to take into account that it gets hot in Ohio, it gets mm-hmm. hot in Maryland. We mm-hmm. both played football in that weather. What we haven't played football in is weather where it's twenty degrees hotter and uh, at a hundred percent humidity. That's different type of heat. So weather goes both ways. You're not wrong, but I I promise you, I promise you, because uh, when you're not playing, that with having that weather is much better than at the end of the day. For a lot, there are some people who absolutely leave for the weather. That's fine. But if weather was that big of a deal, Ohio State would never get a single recruit from the South. You can do it. You can keep guys home or get guys from other places. Guys from the South come up north all the time. Kent State has a bunch of kids from Florida. Why the hell? That's they looking to looking the leave. Looking to leave. Florida? It doesn't matter. What I'm saying is, that's not enough. Because I was going to say, I think I think Ohio speak, State. I think Ohio State's a little different because again, like Kent State's Ohio not. State. They are they not looking to try to date? They, they, what, what what kind of Kent State getting a five star? They're getting players from Florida. You didn't say yeah, to try to, You said what? You brought up the stars. You did. Yeah, I did because because I'll tell you because I'll tell you right now because those players and those then players come leaving. up. To, those players they they get they get um they might not get anything in their own state. They get some from Kent and they're looking to get out tape to go somewhere else. Let's like I we know that. That's literally and then, not, and then if they can't, and then if they can't, well, you know what? I hope in, somebody in the NFL sees my tape. Hopefully, Atlanta, Miami, or New Orleans, anywhere in Texas, like that's what it'd be like. That weather is not that big of a deal. I know that much. I'm not saying it's that big of a deal. You just spent ten minutes talking about it. I just say I know I it it play a good part. No, it doesn't. You telling me weather plays more of a part than being close to your family? The kids. My point is, the kids are staying home, and then they're transferring. Hey, some people. Some people got families with bad vibes. I'm just saying. Okay. None of that takes away from the point that they're staying home, and then transferring afterward. And they're not transferring because of the weather. They transferring because he's a bad coach. Two things can be true. No, the. Tra- if he was a good coach, the weather would be enough. They lived in that weather their entire life. Nobody's <laughs> like, ah, I got a great coach who's about to get me to the NFL, but I sure would like a beach. <laughs> That's dumb. <laughs> when you when you not happy and you start to see some niggas in shorts and, and December, then you like, man, I'm miserable and it's cold. <laughs> but if you were happy, the weather don't matter. 
That's all I'm that. saying. If you I'll have you that. because all these kids they come up from Florida, they come up from Texas, they come from California. If they wasn't happy at Ohio, they would be on their ass on the first plane back down south because it is cold up here. And they not used to it, but they happy, so they stay. The only people that transfer from Ohio State are the people that's not good enough to play. Damn. But it's they go play somewhere true. else pretty, pretty good. Yeah, they play at worse programs. <laughs> yeah, they do. Uh-huh. They do. I could go through a list of players who have transferred from Ohio State and went to worse programs. Almost all of them, except Jamison Williams. He went to Bama and became a first-round draft pick. Shout-out to him. Shout-out to that boy. Uh, uh, and Joe uh, Burrow, that's two. Thank you. I was about to say, what's his, what's his name? <laughs> Can't think yeah. of his name. Shout-out like, shout to that boy. There's a whole there's a whole gentrifier playing quarterback for the Bengals. Man. Okay, anyway. We're oh, that's too far. Oh, it's, oh, it's not too far. We not, we're trying to stay under an hour. I'm not doing this with you right now. You just argued weather for seven minutes. Now you're going to talk right, about gentrification, bro. Leave my me bad, alone. My bad, my bad, my bad. I'll get it. I'll get it in the we'll, we'll talk about it next episode all right you. next episode we got the we got we got an extra 30 minutes to play around with i'm not trying to do that today <laughs> all right um anyway ap rankings ohio state's number two michigan's number five penn state's number 10 illinois is number 25 i think 24. Illinois is a better it's a better team than penn state but you know yeah whatever we don't care about ap rankings Anyway, so we're with that, we're going to take a quick break for the ads. We'll come back. We'll preview next week's games. Uh, and then we will get out of here. So we will be right back. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. What is good, everybody? Welcome back to Landry Homeland's I've Seen the Football Show, um, where we're not talking about gentrification. Uh, I just saw your sick of game of the week, that poor state. Instead, we're talking about football. As we should. As we should. So, this is the point of the schedule, but there's only like four or five games every week. Thankfully, thank the heavens. This is actually a good week. As we, got two we, game, about, we got two games of the uh, that are so important here. This, There's this actually three. Week. There's three. Uh, one shouldn't be important, but it is. It is. Three of them are going to help determine conference races. So, and the other ones are whatever. So, oh, 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 I mean, okay, fair, but <laughs> listen, it, it, it is what it is, bro. They're number. They're ranked. They're they're one, bro. They're one. And the Man. other team, the other team ain't look that good. Where you can confidently just say for sure that they're going to win. Can you? But like, can you confident? You, can here's you, my thing. Can you confidently thing. say for sure that they're going to win this game? No, but okay. <laughs> so no. that's, that's all I'm okay. saying. Right, I give you that. I give you that. I give you that. But do you really care about this game? It matters. 
for the that's conference. Not I, for that's, the not conference. that's not what I asked you. That's not what I asked you. That's not what I asked you. That's not what I asked you because you're talking about you talking about the Big Ten ain't really got a singles game. Race. I'm telling you right now. The co- do you care? They're both number one. That's not a singles game. That's not what it means. Sicko is not. I don't care about this game. Sicko is this. Why does this game exist? This game has meaning to it. They're both number one. Uh, yeah. let, me, let me see. They let me see. are. Uh, 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 Jacksonville and uh, man, Jacksonville play is number one in their division. And if they played the number two team, it wouldn't matter. They're both number one. That's all I'm saying. At this point in the season, at this point in the season, when you have three teams tied for number one and a fourth team one game behind and two of those teams are playing each other, no matter who the team is, it matters. Technically, they're on a two-game win streak since they fired their coach. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) And the other team, the other team, has not inspired enough confidence to say they're going to win this game. We're going to have to have a conversation that's going to make me throw up. If they win, actually, no, I don't even hate this team. They fired the coach. They could be as good as they want to. They could be the best team in the world since they fired the coach. But regardless, that would actually make me happy. That, like I would love that. Like I would like that would if they that ran would put, the table and ran put, and won the division. That would put oh so much. God. That would put so much credit. Like like like. And tell uh, me, tell me, tell me, tell me. I tell you this right now. If they figured out a way to run the table right and win the win win the division. Oh yeah, and then I, and then and don't get molly whopped in the Big Ten game. Just don't get molly whopped in the Big that Ten would game. So much like what is where credits credits. Credence? Credence. That puts so much credence to my claim that he was a bad coach. Now I want them to win. I want them to win. I want them to win. <laughs> Fuck Purdue. They lose their coach anyway. Come on. <laughs> like, I'm t- go Big Red. Go Big Red. Like, you know, be so <laughs> go Big that would, Red. That would be the... That would be the... Go. You, story of the has, who has cares who won the NCAA championship? Team Big Red. Uh, that would be We're crazy. all Nebraska Cornhuskers. I'm not. But it, <laughs> I'm not. We're all if, I, if I'm rooting for an underdog to win the West, it's Illinois. Like, <laughs> they're not an underdog no more. <laughs> they are. Uh, uh, if it was uh, uh, Wisconsin and Iowa, they are not an underdog no more. No, no, they're no, the no, best no, team no, in no, the no. West. <laughs> they are. No, they're underdog no, because Minnesota is still the big team. No, okay. <laughs> not only that. You not can only say that. that. Not you only that. You did you expect, confidently? Did, you ex- did you expect Wisconsin to be this terrible? The, listen, they did entered you? the season. I expected Iowa to stink. I they did expect Iowa to stink. This season as an underdog. Yeah. Six weeks in, they're not There's an a, underdog no more. They're the best I, team in the bro. conference. Hey, Illinois not losing to Bowling Green. Oh my god! <laughs> hey, that's all I'm saying. So, I'm I am not off the train that Minnesota could win the West. I'm not saying Minnesota's going to absolutely lose. They lost game. to Indiana, like <laughs> in the first game of the season, and they got Damn. robbed. And Indiana not Bowling Green. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. We're not doing that. All right, you know why? <laughs> We're not doing that. Okay. 
Henry. All right, okay. So okay. there's not a sickos mm-hmm. game because all these games matter. Okay, all right. And I would like to see Go Big Red. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> anyway, let's get into it. Penn State at Michigan, top 10, top 10 matchup. It is Michigan's first real test. I don't know who the hell I want to win this game because, like, ugh. I hate Michigan, but like, yeah. just, like, I want Sean Clifford to succeed. Like, both I'm rooting for gross. Michigan. I don't care. Haters. Um, <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know, man. I, like, this is actually a game that I just want to be a good game. Like, I'm not. No, I hope it is a good game. It should be um, a really good game. Yeah, this is gonna be, be this is gonna be the Michigan State game of last year, probably for Michigan. Whether you think where they where they lose because JJ just, McCarthy does something, stupid. they just they just they just fumble the whole end. They just yeah. fumble the bag at yeah. the end. I honestly I could see that, but it, it's very exciting because like I think both of these teams have some flaws, mm-hmm. but they also have some very distinct strengths. And those strengths kind of go against each other a little bit. And I try to make these like I try to make these like not the same, but I really could have said like for both of them how does their running game hold against the other team's defense? Yeah. But so I try not to make them because you know we need something to talk about. But one thing that's really big for me is how can Michigan's passing uh, game hold up against Penn State's secondary? I mean, Joey Porter Jr. is having a, an amazing year. He's a first round pick. Their safety Jair Brown's having a good year. I don't know if he's draft eligible, but he's working his way into a first round pick or at least a top fifty pick somewhere in the second round. Um, a lot of pass breakups, a lot of interceptions. Like that, and and here's the thing: JJ has played relatively well so far, but they haven't played anyone, and he's never had to throw a pass in a in a big situation. The last time yeah, we've seen okay. him in a clutch situation, he fumbled the game away. So he no. has not thrown interceptions. He has not hurt his team so far. But now and that I he plays think... a good passing defense, what is that going to look like? See, and I think a a big reason as to why he has played well and hasn't turned the ball over is because they have been running the ball yes. relatively well. Very and I well. think, and I think that, and that's going to depend in this game as as well. If if Michigan can still continue to run the ball like they have, the Penn State's pass second uh, passing defense will matter, but it won't matter that much. Because um, again, which secondary gets sucked up trying to help on the run? Because if you if you're giving up big runs, twenty or thirty yards, and then nine, eight, and then six, and then another fifteen, stuff like that, that pat that passes those those safety start to cheat up. I play safety, you start to cheat up, and then you can get away with a play action pass. Because this is a game where again. To be good in this game as a quarterback, you don't have to throw three hundred yards and two or three touchdowns. Um, you could throw for one hundred and thirty yards, no interceptions, maybe a touchdown, not even one, and still win this type of game. Because I don't think this is going to be a big scoring game. Uh, yeah, that's going to be interesting to see for sure. But like you said, like Penn State has the ability to do this. Ohio State has the ability to do this. Michigan. Um, no, I'm not. I'm talking about against oh, Michigan. They oh, have okay. the ability to slow down the running game and make mm-hmm. him pass the ball. I'm not sure if anyone else they play. I have to look at. I have to pull up their schedule. I'm not sure if anyone else they play ha- is going to have the ability to make them like think about their game plan. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see. 
Because um, I, I think the same the same concerns you have for Michigan is not Nebraska's not oh and Illinois so Penn State Illinois and Ohio State all have the ability to slow yeah. down their running game and those are games where JJ is going to have to be able to pass. I'm not saying he can't. I don't know if he can. That's why mm-hmm. this is a big game. That's why this is important. If he goes out and throws for like 300 yards and has a great day, it's That'd like okay, nuts. like that, like he he might be something, but he could just as easily. Throw for one fifty and two interceptions. Like mm-hmm. this is the game that you've been waiting it was for. Crazy. And the crazy thing about that, a crazy thing about that, at least against just Penn State, he could still win the game with those type of stats. Yeah, because Sean Clifford's the quarterback. Yeah, <laughs> like, so, I mean, so the same concerns you have for Michigan is the exact same concerns you have for Penn State. Yeah, I mean they're very similar teams in, yeah. in the likeness right now. So, um, and that that brings us to it's the obviously next. comes down who who has the least turnovers is what I'm going. Yeah. to get from this game. Yep. Um, and honestly, who can run the ball? Because I think who won- runs the ball wins the game. They both mm-hmm. have the same game plan, although they get to it differently. They want to run the ball and, and make their quarterback not, you know, be in as, as many high leverage situations as possible. So yeah. that brings us to the next question. How will Penn State's running game hold up against UM's run defense? I think you know, Michigan's defense has taken a step back. That doesn't mean they're bad, though. They were no. just excellent last year so a step back is a step back but it's not that they're a bad defense penn state has finally for the first time in like three years had a running game what do they do can they run the ball against michigan if they like, can run they the ball against run michigan if they it, like it's the same thing i said about michigan it's easy to run the ball against nobody it's penn easy state to run the ball against nobody so far nobody purdue who you can run against ohio i could who run cares? against purdue <laughs> yeah who cares auburn auburn's defense stinks Garbage. uh and then northwestern like Trash. Yeah, i mean Just, yeah come on uh, nobody yeah. neither of these teams have played anybody essentially yeah so um last question for this one does experience or talent win at quarterback sean clifford is not a good quarterback but he's an experienced quarterback and he doesn't make a lot of mistakes does the experience win the game or does the talented quarterback who can do more when your team is in a bind win the game i think that's going to be interesting because ultimately as we've already gotten to the court it's going to be on the quarterback because i think both of these teams are going to slow down the running I think who I think honestly, uh, if a defensive if a defensive touchdowns happen, don't matter who which team it happens to, but if one can have it happen, or especially if a de- uh, a defensive turnover turns into a touchdown, that team wins that game. This game. Yeah, but that's going to be determined on if the quarterback doesn't throw that turnover. No, no, I mean, no, 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 no. Because I even think if it's a fumble from anybody, like you could throw a ball, receiver catches it, boom, fumble, and that could be that had nothing to do with me as a quarterback. So I'm just saying, like, it, it, this game, these games, while we're talking about quarterbacks and stuff like that, this game is really predicated on whose defense is gonna, who's gonna break first as a defense. Yeah, I don't think either of the defenses are going to break, which is the point that I'm getting at. Although, mm-hmm. if they break, like, I mean, <laughs> you, I lost, like, you lost the game. Yeah. I, it's, I think this falls on, like, the next game we're going to talk about, that's that's whose defense breaks. Like, because that's going to be a defensive showdown. They have they both have top 10 defenses in the country. Yeah. Um, this game, I think I, the I even think this, be the solid. next game, I think even the I next think, game is the exact same as this. Yeah, I think, I think that um, this I think one is going to be better quarterback talent, though. Yeah, yeah. I talent. Don't 
Which and which game? This game or the next one? Mm, I I would take more consistent talent in the next game. No, nah, I disagree entirely. Um, now what? Yeah, no, nah, whatever. Because um, again, bo- the next game, both those teams have played more talented defenses and teams. You know how I feel about Sean Clifford. I would take Sean Clifford over Minnesota's quarterback. Sean Clifford's not losing the bowling green. That's all I'm going to say. Oh anyway, <laughs> on to the next game. Uh, that's going to be a great game. Very fun to watch. It's at noon. Uh, I'm very excited about that. Minnesota, Minnesota at Illinois next game. Um, this is Illinois' third game against the top of the West. Um, as we've already alluded to, they played Wisconsin beat them down. They played Iowa, outlasted them in a, in a defensive game. Illinois could very easily be the best team in the West and still lose this game because this yeah. is a dog shit schedule. This is a very hard schedule. This is a very hard part of it. Uh, Minnesota uh, has a very good defense. Illinois has a very good defense. They both pr- are predicated on running the ball. They have, like, at the end of the day, and this is crazy to say, statistically, you know, statistically, they both probably have the best defenses in the Big Ten and the best running backs in the Big Ten. So yeah. who wins yeah. out? Who wins out? That's gonna be interesting. This is like I don't think it's gonna be as bad as the the Iowa game where it's gonna be nine six. I think they may do touchdowns, but um, one between each, so fourteen thirteen. That's better than nine six. I didn't say I, it was gonna they were gonna put up hundred points. I just said it wasn't gonna be nine six. <laughs> but it's gonna be a much more interesting nine six. I think. Uh, 14, 13, whatever it is. They, I mean, this is, yeah, this is, this is going to be a game. This is going to be a battle of will. And that's the thing. Can Illinois win a battle of will two times in a row? And you know it's going to end up happening? You know what's going to end up happening? Because I think this is going to be a low-scoring game. And I also think the Penn State-Michigan game is going to be a low-scoring game. Both these games going to end up with 30 points each. Jesus. Why? Why? We don't talk about all this defense just for them to not show up. And for some hey. reason, both offenses do their thing. It don't matter to me. I'm just trying to see some good football. Uh, <laughs> it don't matter the score. Uh, but, yeah, like, I mean, at, at this point, it, and Illinois and Minnesota are the two best teams in the East. Of yeah. West, West, West. Yeah. The two best teams in the West. They're yeah. playing against each other. So, eh, I mean, I'm very happy about this game. I'm very excited. This is going to be a very old school Big Ten game. They, it's uh, gonna be a really good game. Yeah. So, questions for this game: Which defense can slow down the opposing run game? Can they slow down the opposing run game? I, I mean, you could flip this and say which offenses can run on the defense. I mean, both of these teams want to run the ball. Um, yeah. So, like. If, whose defense stops the running game more um, is going to be very big. I mean, I, Iowa played very pretty good against Illinois, but Chase Brown still got 130 yards. He had to earn all of them, but he still mm-hmm. got them. And that's what helped win the game. So that's going to be something definitely to pay attention to. And the, the, what's, what's, what's concerning there, though, is that uh, I do think, wow, yeah, that happened. It, it, Illinois pulled out the victory. Minnesota is a much better offense than Iowa is. And I think collectively, I think Minnesota probably has a better defense than Iowa right right now. Passing defense, Iowa has it, but I'm saying collectively as a yeah. whole defense, I'd say Minnesota's a better defense. You, like, didn't, yeah. you didn't finish your thought, though. Why is that concerning? Oh, because then it, it, 
it makes you wonder can Illinois even it, while Illinois faced Iowa and was only able to put up nine points, um, and Illinois Iowa somehow was able to put up six. I think Minnesota can put up a little bit more than Iowa as an offense while doing the exact same thing they, Iowa did on defense and maybe even better. Mm. It is something. It is something to watch for for sure. But yeah. the thing is, while we're talking high on on Minnesota, they also lost to Purdue. So True. if True. they play their True. best game, they could definitely do what you're saying that they they could do, and that is mm-hmm. very much a possibility. But they could also be the team that shows up and lose and that lost to Purdue. So like True. that's why it's interesting because Illinois could show up and be the team that blew out Wisconsin, like. These sure. teams, Very it's true. not that they're the lack of consistency. It's just it's a football season and things happen week to week. And mm-hmm. maybe, you know, maybe they are who they were against Wisconsin or maybe they are who they were against Iowa. Maybe the Iowa game came at a weird point because of the, emotional, the emotions of the Wisconsin game. I mean, you never know. And that's why you play the game. And that's why it's so fun because, like, I can't sit here with and in either way and say, and I'm not sure if you agree with this. I can't sit here either way and say I know who's going to win this game. Like, I can't oh yeah, no, 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 And that's what makes it so fun because you don't know. And that's yeah, I, I, yeah, this, this probably again. These two games are probably going to be maybe the best games of the season for the Big Ten, just because of the. What's so much? Uh, what's so much is at stake in like the uh, the injury because of yeah. that. Um, I, I he's probably and they're having in the same day. It's nice. Yeah, I think they're at the same time too. God damn it, less nice. But every yeah. single time. Yeah, because then um, we're gonna get uh, who plays as well. Ugh, Wisconsin, Michigan State. Like, I don't want to watch that at 3. I don't <laughs> Yeah, at 3.30, I'll be watching Alabama, Tennessee. Maryland, Indiana. Go Vols. Oh, oh you, here you go. Yeah, I was at the uh, – that's who was at the game last uh, last week that I was at in uh, Louisiana, mm-hmm. so I know some of their chants now. V-O-L-S, Vols, Vols, Vols. Like, let's go. Oh, man, you're going to be go. mad when that game would be in 43 to 13. Roll Tide. It's not going to happen. Anyway, next game, we're already at an hour, so we suck. This is your fault for arguing away. <laughs> you you got to be. That's fair. Um, that's fair. We can get through this. We can. Nebraska at Purdue. Nebraska's on a two-game winning streak since firing Frost. We don't have to spend much on this because we actually kind of talked we, about it. We just we, didn't yeah, see all I yeah. gotta say, go big red. I don't know what hand signs they do or anything, but go big red. That's we we uh, we as a Nebraska fan base are uh, we as yeah. a Nebraska <laughs> fan base. Listen, listen. I have not, to support not the embodiment of high blood listen, pressure when he watches listen, the Ohio State game. I have, about. Listen, I have to support the teams that listen to me. I can't I can't hate on Nebraska no more. They did what they were supposed to do. They fired the coach. Like they're on my good side now. Like go big red. <laughs> right. I wish them all the success in the world until they lose to Ohio State and Illinois because I need Illinois. I need the Illinois Buck and the Nassau in the thing. But like they can get the 10 wins. I'm fine with that. 10 wins in a, in a bowl game. I'm That'd be nuts. That would be I'm, so I'm, nuts. I'm with it. 
Give me that. Because even if I was Scott Frost, I'd be like, man, y'all wasn't playing like this under me. Like, <laughs> yeah. You could at least gave me some. Like, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't matter. He's going to be on the beach with his wife or girlfriend living his life. Like, we don't care about him no more. Wife or Get him out of there. I, I really should find out if he's married because I keep saying the same thing every week, but I don't care. <laughs> like, <laughs> he, he added the big team. You don't need to look at it. Yeah, no, nah, this, this doesn't matter. Um <laughs> At this point, I'm I'm spreading Scott Frost rumors. Did you know he cheated on his wife? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> um, oh my anyway. god. <laughs> anyway. Uh, mm. he, he had a flask in church. Crazy, crazy about that man. That's he nice. Alcohol in church. Accuse this man of adultery and alcoholism. That's nuts. <laughs> Hey, hey, man. Nice. Man, you don't just because one of your past coaches probably did that, it don't hey. mean because <laughs> that sounds more of an Urban Meyer thing. I'm not lying. Like, Listen, I am not. I'm not going. You thought I was going to defend Urban? <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm not defending that man. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Get him out of here too. Like, I appreciate what you did. Get me back in the Big Ten. Coach it now. Jesus. <laughs> going from Scott Frost to Urban is like, like hey, Urban, you definitely, you definitely gonna be a winner. Urban gonna uh-huh. win there, but at what cost? <laughs> like, hey, look, hey, look. Let's be, let's be clear here. Sports, when it comes to coaching and even players, have had a very thin, fady line with morality. Um, we like what's understood don't got to be explained. You know yeah, so like, so like, but but here's here's the thing though, not saying it's not gonna happen because it absolutely is. The difference between some of it is this: the morality has been rumors, quote unquote, that we all know is true, but it can't be proven, quote unquote. And for everyone who can't see us, I'm literally doing air quotes. The urban stuff is proven, so. It's still not gonna matter. Like I'm not I'm not naive. I'm just saying some of the sneakiness is like, well, we think he cheated on his wife, but who are we to say? Uh we saw the video. <laughs> like like we 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 got the footage, so yeah. We saw it. It's um, okay, Urban. Anyway. <laughs> I'm I'm I would be I, I, I'm more shocked to hear that a coach in any regard is faithful to their wife. I'm not gonna lie to you. So <laughs> <laughs> what Urban Meyer did wasn't even that wild to me. I just what I'm was wild disagree. to me is that he didn't go back with his team. Is what I'm was a, wild to me. I'm gonna disagree with you, and it's only because how do they got the time sheet? <laughs> like, you make time. I mean, if you if you want to cheat that bad, that's probably why you lose it. <laughs> like, but Look, you could be going over, you could be going over play study, like work uh, over plays and studying film, and she could be right there with the gawk gawk. I'm just, I, it, Dante. It, this is a family podcast. That's why I didn't really fully say what it was. <laughs> like, right? <laughs> not, not she underneath the desk during film study. Oh my god. This is why we're not going over an hour. This is the third time you've done this. We're gonna have to look at your contract. We're gonna have to see. We're gonna, we're gonna have to see if you have a buyout. <laughs> like, <laughs> Let me check. Because <laughs> if not, you gonna hear me on the next episode. Sorry for my actions. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, Sorry for this. 
I have learned uh, I learned better and I, I'm going to reflect on my actions and my words. I am and, better um, than this. I, I apologize I, to our I, listeners. I apologize I'm to Lagra Holy Land. I cannot even apologize to Jordan, man. Like, I'm going to stick beside you with like my arms crossed and like the solemn like head shake. And then I'm like pat your shoulder like, you know, it's been a rough time, but we think he's going to learn Shed from it. this. Shed it. Get a little choked up. Shed a tear, too. I, I just, I don't know. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, Would it be but- to have to apologize for probably speaking the truth on Urban Meyer? Like- oh, Okay, let's get out of here, bro. Um, <laughs> the, the question for Nebraska-Purdue is, is Nebraska legitimate after the Frost firing? We don't know. We'll find out. Go Big Red. Hell no. Um, how, does, <laughs> how does Nebraska's secondary fare against Charlie Jones? Oh, God knows, because they're second. They're, uh, you remember Angel in the outfield? Yes. That's what they need. <laughs> they, they need. They need an angel picking them up so they can cover him because their secondary is garbage. Uh, Charlie Jones could have 200 yards against them, which is have, crazy because Purdue can still lose the game. <laughs> That's the sad part. Uh, He's going to have himself a Travis Kelsey night. Four oops. touchdowns. <laughs> uh, and then the last question is, can Purdue slow down the transfer trio? Um, here's the thing. Nebraska's offense – typically only for a half for some reason. They haven't been able to do it a whole game. But Nebraska's offensive, Casey Thompson, Anthony Grant, the running back, and Trey Palmer has been really good. I honestly could have added the Washington kid from Texas. I can't remember his first name. He's been pretty good for them as well. But I, I like transfer trio better. Um, transfer quadruple just ugh, gross. So um, th- those are the three of the better ones. So um, how does Purdue, because Purdue's defense isn't great, how do they slow down Casey Thompson, Anthony Grant, and Trey Palmer? We shall find um, out. But they, it's crazy. Cause they slowed down Minnesota. They, they slowed Ooh, did, down. Did they slow down Minnesota? Look, I'll just say, look, I'm not going to be. I, and look, I, again, again. But to the Minnesota point, Minnesota has the better running back. That's it. They don't think they have the better quarterback, and they definitely don't have the better wide receiver because their wide receiver is injured. Like, if he wasn't injured, we could talk about it, but he is. So, as of right now, Nebraska has a better wide receiver, two better wide receivers, and a better quarterback. Yeah, and they slowed down Maryland enough. So, I mean. And they they did do that. I mean, if you call 21, 29 points, slowing them down. But um, if you outscore them, yeah. <laughs> especially, especially if, look, if if you if your team come in scoring over 40 and I keep you to 29, I did my job, man. Like, I, <laughs> listen, I. You're not lying. You ain't lying. Uh, you are not urban. You are not a liar. Uh, <laughs> the last thing I got to say about this, I'm sorry, because it's just been running through my head. It's hilarious because, like, when that happened and he apologized, a bunch of the players were like, listen, bro, we get it because we do the same thing. Yeah, but like, like, it's just how you handle it. I, and, prob- and, I promise like, you, the, pro- the problem was that was the fact that he didn't go back home with the team and then like, like, that he was gave, the like and then he gave like a bs like apology like they were kids like bro we adults <laughs> yeah i got i got, I got three shorties I got, and three different cribs like 
Yeah, bro. We know you cheating. <laughs> it was just, bro. Why you ain't come back with us? Man, <laughs> and you gonna lie about it? And then yeah, he lied yeah. about it, saying he wanted to see his grandkids, but wasn't with it. Yeah, it's yeah, bro. Like, you brought you brought your grandkids into it. That's kind of nasty work. That's you, brought nasty. Your, you brought your grandkids into me, and you ain't me. someone younger than your daughter. Good, yeah, bro. But the same. That's all that was. It's 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 it's, it's one thing like it's one thing to lie, and then there's stupid lies. And that was a stupid lie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we hate Urban. Bro, if you wanted to stay home and, and, and fondle a young chick, don't bring your don't bring your grandkids. But here's the me. thing, you're rich. Just do what everyone else does. Fly home and then get on a plane out. Yeah. That's all you, that's all you had to do, bro. That's yeah. It. That's it. You could have had you could have bought the ticket on the plane. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to go I think back. We need to clarify, we're not endorsing the cheating. We just saying he was dumb. That's it. Because the way you can do it, there's, the a, way this there's was, a better way. The way this was sounding in my head was like, Yeah, I get what you did, just do it better. And I don't think that's what we're saying per se. Like it's like it's not if you go be a cheater, don't be a stupid one. Right. Especially when you make a million dollars and yeah. in your restaurant. Okay, stop it. Yo, okay. Yeah, bro. You're going to do something. Do it city. smart. In the city <laughs> that everyone knows you in the restaurant with your name. Okay. Anyway, Sicko's Game of the Week. There's not really a big tent in Sicko's Game of the Week, at least to my level of Sicko. Like, I don't want to just start calling games Sicko's Games because then it loses the luster of what it is. I don't know. I feel like Maryland and Indiana, no, because it's Indiana, could be considered a, a sickos game because of how t- bad these teams have been playing. Wisconsin, Michigan State could be a sicko game. No. there are like, stakes. There are still stakes. Wisconsin is trying to. Wisconsin's still eligible to win the West. They need the win. They have a new head coach who's young and is trying to change some things. Michigan State is trying not to be the worst team in the Big Ten. I could hear I could hear the Maryland Indiana argument. I could. But I just felt like that was too easy. I felt like Michigan we've, had, can... we've had some real sicko games. I feel like that 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 like this. Well, you said I feel like I feel like any game against Northwestern, we agree, right? Any yes. game against Northwestern, right. Why can't Indiana be the exact same thing? Have how many games have they won? Okay. Maryland, <laughs> Indiana, big sicko game of the <laughs> You heard it here first. Out of the conference sickle game, New Mexico versus the Indiana, like, got like three wins. But anyway, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they they still not Northwestern. Bro. They love on each other over there. Um, out of conference, sickos game of the week: New Mexico, New Mexico State. Just burn the whole state down. <laughs> like, yeah, just New Mexico is just in a. <laughs> the whole state, you say, is the whole state. Like if you're in the, if if you if you're playing football in New Mexico, you're the single game of the week. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> High school, JUCO, like, so middle school, like everybody, just everybody's single game of the week. Yeah. If they had a professional game in New Mexico for some odd reason, just single game of the week. Yeah, I can't name a city in New Mexico. There's probably like a New Mexico city or something like that. It might be. But I couldn't tell you nothing about New Mexico. So I don't know a single thing. I don't, get them off the map. And and, 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 and and it might be because like I'm we're bad people, but like I don't know no, no it's New Mexico. Uh, <laughs> all right, so I'm not going to stick on this long because we're already over an hour, but my pit stop of the week, Death Valley is fair. amazing. Uh, I did not realize that Death Valley was one of eight stadiums in the country 
that fit over 100,000 people because there are not many. Three of them are in the Big Ten because we're crazy up here. Most of them are college football stadiums, aren't they? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, But, yeah, so uh, they fit over 100,000, so that's crazy. There was a bunch of people there. Tennessee was there. Uh, Go Vols. Let me see if I can guess the Big Ten ones. Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State? Of course. Oh, they're also, they're also the three biggest, like one, two, and three. Okay, three okay, 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 okay. So, um, yeah, so Death Valley was amazing, really fun. Um, I had fun on Bourbon Street. Uh, the game was electric. Tennessee fans travel and are very loud and are very ignorant, which is the best way to be a <laughs> fan. <laughs> like that's if, if you're gonna be, if you're gonna do it, you got to do it all do the it. way. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I. I Knocking one off my list of stadiums to go to, if you ever have a chance for you, Dante, and anyone listening, you ever have a chance to go to Death Valley, do it. Really cool experience. Uh, The only issue is the traffic is worse than traffic around Ohio State games. That, That is the bad part. But other than that, it's great. I that, there that's a problem in any sport. Traffic after a game or before a game is just the worst. Yeah, but that was like theirs is worse. I and, got, and it's it's got, because uh, of they it, call it, it contraflow, mm-hmm. whatever the hell or, that or, means. Or guardians. Yeah, it's worse than Cleveland too. They call it contraflow, oh, whatever that is, and, and they just mess the whole thing up. But either way, it's worth it. It's worth it because the games are worth it. The stadium's great. The crowd is great. They have an amazing statue of Shaq on campus, and they have a live tiger. I forgot he went there. I always forget yeah. he went there. Yep. yep. Do you think Ben Simmons yep. is going to get a statue? Shut up. <laughs> okay. What is your what is your pit stop? <laughs> I don't have one so we can end it early. All right. I'm not, I'm not fucking talking about Ben Simmons. <laughs> All right. Well, as always, thank y'all for listening. Sorry that the, the show was so late. That's that's not gonna happen too many other times, but between the travel and between the internet and between the service uh, our, our podcast exists. It just didn't work. But hey, you get it on Friday, and because you love us so much, in three days you get another one. So we gotta wait that long. long. Uh, And we'll catch you on Monday after this uh, this spectacular slate of games.